October 1st, 2019. I am sitting in the backyard of Silvervale, my home. I am watching the plains land over in Burbank. I can literally see the, the patterns and I can watch their approach as they come in. Um, I can see a few stars. No bumper music this evening. I uh, <clears throat> have to be in my office to make that happen. And while I can see my office from here, I felt like being outside. The evening is cool. A uh, lot of... Uh, a lot of drama, a lot of energy going out these days, and I um, just needed some time to get quiet. And that means no bumper music, no opening joke. Hi, welcome to Across the Table. I'm Hannibal, and I'll be your alleged host for uh, 30 minutes or so, I guess. Things that are on my mind, <clears throat> things that are going on in my life. I decided a long, long time ago to proudly wear my heart on my sleeve and tell the things that are on my mind, not to shame anyone, certainly, certainly not to hurt anyone in my life, but to tell the truth from a liar about exactly what's going on in this little world of mine. I do card tricks for a living, but you know what else I do? I inspire people. I make people happy. I give people hope. I have given people reason to live I don't say this to be bragging, but this is what people have told me. Uh, Marines and widows and mothers and, and all walks of life. Because I do card tricks and I put my mind to my talent and I, I worked at it and I sacrificed many things for my art and for my talent. And that brought me to some really dark places and it brought me to some really, really bright places. Right now, it's, it's a transition. There's a lot of transitioning going on in my life right now. Um, tell you more about it on a later edition, for those of you that listen. And <clears throat> my stats tell me there's about 80 to 85 of you out there that, that listen on a regular basis, and I'm glad you find it interesting. Not a lot, no, uh, no celebrity guests, no special awards. It's just uh, working artist. Occasionally pouring his heart completely out. That might evolve into this particular show. So stick around. Uh, it is the beginning of October 2019, and October is generally a busy month for us performing types, and this month is no exception. I'm going to be uh, everywhere from the Magic Castle to back to the Magic Castle Cabaret out in Santa Barbara. Um, as well as uh, tomorrow, I'm leaving for... Uh, uh, for Orlando, I'm going to go do my 45-minute show for a group of about 700 magicians in, in Orlando gathering for uh, the Genie Convention. And I have been uh, asked to present my art to them. Um, we'll see how it goes. You'll get a full report on that, I promise. Uh, what do I need to tell you? Before I get into the story, I want to tell you. I have hired, uh, and this may have been in the last podcast, in 47, but I'll reiterate it again. I now have someone to manage my office, someone who is taking over my marketing and my contracting and, and looking out for the backstage kind of stuff for me. And that frees me up more time to be creative and do uh, what my heart most loves to do. Most 
loves, that's correct, most loves to do. And that is perform and create and, and bring you new things and polished up old things that, are, that have interesting stories behind them. Here's where it all begins. Many years ago, 15, let's call it 15-ish, maybe, maybe even 20-ish years ago, one Christmas morning, um, we are... We have come downstairs. The children have come downstairs. Their presents have been presented to them, and they are tearing into them with wanton glee. And everybody's happy, and, and we're all together still. And it's one of those moments that sticks in my throat when I try to talk about it. But one of the girls is not opening her presents. Instead, she is turning them over in her hands and looking at the gift wrapping and the, and the ribbons and the shapes of the boxes underneath and... And I asked her, I said, Rose, baby, are you gonna you gonna open your you gonna open your presents? And she, I'm thinking maybe 10, 11 years old at the time, she looked at me and says, Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna open them up. But right now, right now it could be anything. And I'm just trying to imagine what might be inside here. What 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 anything. It really could be literally anything, and I'm just turning that over in my head. And that was a beautiful moment. Um, the last Christmas we sent together, Rose gave me uh, a little tin tea box. Um, and inside she had written notes to me, encouraging things, uplifting things, spiritual, motivational things, along with the dried, uh, the dried petals of roses that I had sent to her when she was working at the Renaissance Festival. She had kept the buds and and dried them out and put them inside this this box of, uh, I guess it's just a box of inspiration that she handmade and, and, and gave to me. And I still have it. I still keep it on my bookcase, and I do dig into it. Every once in a while, I'll open up and, and read something again. Not entirely sure if I've read them all yet, but I'll keep going back. Anyway. A few months later, someone sent me a video of what was one of the very first TED Talks. And this was, uh, this was the TED Talk that featured J.J. Abrams. And J.J. was talking about his, um, uh, the, the concept of the mystery box. And how, well, you, you should really actually go, go watch it for yourself. I will put a link uh, in the comments about, uh, about that particular talk. It's, it's fascinating and worth, worth watching. But it, it boils down to not immediately solving a mystery, like the, like the Christmas present, not immediately tearing open to see what was inside of it, but treasuring the mystery inside of the package itself. Not just the present, not just what it might be, but, but what it might become or what you could make of it or what is inside of yourself even, looking inside of your own heart and and not digging completely deep into it, but becoming becoming established with the gift that you are, and the mystery of what you might become, and whether you embrace the hope and the kindness and the love, or if you embrace the fear, and and root yourself to something unpleasant. That's a very big lesson for me right now in in what I'm going through in my life. But J.J. Uh, Abrams talked about. Uh, 
the inspiration of, of not completely solving the mystery, of making the ending ambivalent, perhaps, as a good storytelling tool. And those two events led directly to me creating a, a magic routine that I call bookends. And it involves a, um, uh, basically a signed dollar bill to an impossible location. And for those of you that may not know what it's actually called, it's the thing I do with the elf boots. I fold an origa in the, in the course of, of a magic show, I fold a dollar bill into uh, an origami elf boot and I tell a charming little story uh, about the elves and the shoemaker. And I tie it all together and it becomes a, a crucial, critical part of the overarching storyline of the magic that I do. And uh, it's a piece that I'm very, very proud of. It's a piece I've become known for. And as far as artistic merit, it's, it's a thing that the way it is presented, the way that I present it, I am the only person in the world who can actually do this trick. I'm the one who can pull it off. It's mine. It came from my heart. Now, it, it could be recreated. Someone could, I could do the physical trick without there being, you know, too much issue. But the, the feeling that is generated from it, the heart and the soul that put behind it, is 100% mine. And that is a very powerful thing for an artist to have. So if I were to make the not quite egotistical statement of nobody can do what I do, it is borne up in the fact that nobody has the heart that I have, nobody has the perspective that I have, nobody has the, the, the experience that I have to be able to craft this particular bit, make it play, but more than just making it play, make it feel, make it hurt a little, make it wax nostalgic for a little without becoming completely maudlin. Certainly the effect could be recreated, but what I'm talking about is personality. Now, I say all of that to say this. You have that inside of you as well. You have the ability of creating a completely original thing that comes directly from your heart because nobody else can be you. Nobody else can do the things you do. Nobody else can see the things the way that you see them. Nobody has the experience that you have. And whether that is raising your children making your way through the world, getting involved in the job that you already do, or crafting a new one for yourself. The motivation to, to do the thing that your heart is demanding to do is already within you. And I've seen it happen again and again when someone follows their curiosity and believes in themselves and believes in the mystery rather than fearing the mystery. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week. We barely have what we own, and what we own is right now. Life is criminally short, and to waste it in fear is criminal. So I created this piece, and I call it Bookends, and it's got little elf boots in it. And a month or two ago, I was performing in the parlor of prestidigitation at the world-famous Magic Castle for the Academy of Magical Arts, in Hollywood, California. And I was presenting bookends as a whole, as a whole piece. And as a whole piece, it runs right at about 20 minutes from start to finish. And um, one of the last nights that I was performing, and I, I did the thing four times a night for a week. 
And uh, one of the last nights that I was presenting it, J.J. Um, Abrams was in the audience. And if I'm not completely mistaken, he came back and saw it again. Uh, came back and watched it uh, a second time. Spoke to me on the way out and, uh, and complimented me on the storytelling aspect of it. And of course, that, that boosted my feeling, you know, right through the roof. <clears throat> when one's inspirations... <laughs> become admirers you know where do uh, where do you take that well I took it to Santa Barbara two weeks ago two and a half weeks ago uh, I was working with Chef Anton a uh, fine magician and, and con man in his right presenting a show we had written together called Pros and Cons at the Magic Castle Cabaret up near Santa Barbara California and J.J. Uh, Abrams heard that I was performing in Santa Barbara um, and brought his father to see my show for his father's birthday. I don't want to even begin to describe the feeling of finding out that someone you admire, an artist that you respect, has gone out of his way, in fact, driven about two hours uh, to come and see you perform. And afterwards, uh, after the show, um, he came backstage and we had a talk uh, when we talked about mystery and we talked about uh, magic and how much he loves magic. And, and he told me how much he admired my show. And I, I tried not to giggle uncontrollably and I tried to accept it graciously. And I think he did a fairly decent job. And I got the opportunity to tell him the inspiration for the show you watched a, a couple of weeks ago, the bookend show, was directly inspired by Mystery Box that you presented at TED Talk. And he was shocked and he was surprised and he was delighted. And he said, well, I was inspired by the, the, the elf boot thing. You, I inspired you and you in turn turned back around, took it to another level and inspired me right back. And at this point, I don't know how to feel anymore um, because really seriously, Talk about a, a goal I didn't know I had and fulfilling a wish that I, I didn't uh, I didn't know existed. And, and just uh, just in doing the work that I do, set it forth and made it real. Crazy, crazy, amazing. And he asked for my number. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and if that wasn't enough. And, and, and again, we we. Uh, I wouldn't say we became friends, but he admires my work and I admire his. And he asked for my phone number. And who knows where that path might lead someday. I don't. I am, I am quite happy in doing what I do, in presenting where I present and making my show happen in different places. I have no aspirations as far as anything else. But when something is presented to you, you take stock and you say, is this a path I want to take? And perhaps, perhaps it is. I'll let you know. That same night, or that rather, sorry, the same weekend at the Magic Castle Cabaret, um, I got a call saying that uh, Dick Van Dyke and company were coming up to see my show. They were making the trip to come and see my show. And I, Chef and I presented our show for Dick Van Dyke and his family and his friends. And uh, they had a great time and we had a great time. And, 
afterwards, we were invited to uh, out to the bar at the cabaret, um, where we sat and we talked and we 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 shared stories and we shared experiences and. And mostly I just kept my mouth shut and listened because when a legend is talking to you, that's what you do. I had a heartfelt discussion with Dick Van Dyke about creativity and magic and dance and Disney and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Diagnosis Murder and a lifetimes full of inspiration that not only myself but my children as well have experienced from this very, very talented, gracious amazing man who likes my work, who admires uh, the, the, the thing I put together, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, I can't, uh, in my mind, I, I, I see it this way. I'm going to give you the experience of what it's like inside here, inside this little uh, noggin of mine. Dick Van Dyke, uh, actor, uh, director, play uh, play actor, musical genius, dancer, magician, Dick Van Dyke, that guy, um, is an amazing human being that I've admired for a long time, since childhood, you know, since early childhood. And then there's my friend Dick Van Dyke, who comes to see my show and talks magic with me and, and wants to see close-up magic from me and will sit a foot away and, and watch me perform and clap and laugh and, 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 and share the feelings. I, I know they're the same man. I'm fully aware they're the same guy, but in my mind, I cannot merge those two people as, as one. Uh, it's, it's overwhelming, the feeling. And what's really, really important if I'm going to be really, really honest with myself, it is not J.J. Abrams, and it is not Dick Van Dyke, and it is not Paul Rubens, who also came up to see me work, and it is not Erica Larson, and it is not the Magic Castle, and it is not the celebrities that I get to meet and the people that I get, the, those people that I get to entertain. It's, it's, the, it's the everyday people. It's the, it's the people that get up and go and do a job. It's the soldiers that I work for and the Marines that I work for and the, the airmen and the naval, the people that I work for for the USO and the, and the people that are in attendance in the audiences of wherever I'm at that we get to, get, get to come together as a group because I decided I was going to do card tricks one day. And I show them my heart and for the most part they accept it and understand it and go along with it and follow me on the, on the path that I'm leading them on. And I'm so very grateful for that. I throw my hands up to the universe and say, I don't even want to ask why me, because that's not a question that you could even answer. Why did I get this? I mean, part one, it was a gift. I, when, when whatever chemicals, were put together and whatever strands of DNA were laced together to create the being that is me, this consciousness riding inside of a skull, riding inside of a meat carriage that carries it around to different parts of the world and, and hands that are talented to do certain precise things. And then years upon decades of improving the excellence of the gift not just saying that's good enough and I'll rest and I'll 
and I'll, and I'll try something else or I'll, you know, this is good enough and it plays and I'm going to rest on that. The persistence to make it go further and the, and the, and the sacrifices that I made to, to keep it alive and the, the love that I have for the craft and for the people that watch it. That's why, that's why I do it. Dick Van Dyke is a bonus and J.J. Abrams is a bonus and Derek Bozeman is a, a bonus and, Paul, and, and so on and so on and so on. If I never met anybody famous, I would still be doing this. If I was never given opportunities to, to travel around the world and perform the places I performed, I would still be doing this. If I was still working on the streets of Charlotte, North Carolina, eking out a living, working in restaurants and working on the street and being that guy, I would still be doing this. If it didn't, if it, if it just barely covered my expenses month to month, I would be doing this. And if it didn't cover my living, I would live simpler or I would take another job and I would continue to do this. I don't do it for the money. I sure as hell don't do it for the fame. The simplest answer I can give you is that I do it because I absolutely have to and because I, I absolutely don't want to do anything else. I want to perform magic tricks and I want to tell stories and I want to do card tricks for people and I do it really, really well and I will not ever look at something and go, you know, that's good enough. Certainly it reaches plateaus and places, you know, where you, you have to take your hands off of it and, and stop adding details lest you overwhelm it. But, but you understand what I'm saying, right? I love what I do and I love the people that I do it for. And I inspire hearts. Famous, unfamous, working class, business class, whatever. I inspire people. And it's hard for me to even compliment myself, much less accept compliments from others. Where am I going with this? I don't know. I had a point to make. The point is the future is a mystery box, right? You, you just don't know. And, and I understand the, the need for the illusion of security. But... If you are sacrificing your soul in the name of security, something is wrong. And if something's not wrong right now, something's going to go wrong. Find happiness in the work that your hands do. Seek beauty in, in what you have around you already. Make sure the people that you love know that you love them. Make sure they know. And don't just tell them. Yes, tell them, of course. Tell them often and loudly and publicly. But show them. Show them that you care. Show them that you will reach out to them. Show them that you have a kind word or a moment on the phone or, or a, a postcard. Show them. Love does not diminish love. You can love as many people as you want. You could love the whole world if your ambition is big enough. Fear, anger, jealousy, they're all very human traits. Very human. 
it's natural and it's experienced. It's everybody experiences these things. The idea is to not let them rule you, to not let them be your primary motivators. You could love, you could love, you could love. The future is a box of mystery. The future is a box of dried rose petals and notes you haven't read yet and paths your feet have not been put on yet. I'm going to be moving. I have been living here at Silvervale for a year and a half, a little better than a year and a half. There are different circumstances there. There are different, all kinds of stories. There's all kinds of reasons, but the time has come for me to move on. And um, so I'm moving on. I'm still going to stay here in Los Angeles. I'm still going to be working at the Magic Castle. There's some other opportunities that are opening for me, and I'm very pleased about that. And when the time is right, I will announce them here. I don't want to announce anything prematurely and have to take it back. So, you know, the 85 or so of you that listen, keep listening and you'll hear some interesting stuff uh, soon, very soon. I am uh, I'm going to go do this thing at Genie, which is uh, for magicians. Um, I have some trepidation about it. I have some joy about it. Um, and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, the, uh, the sixth and the seventh, and then the, uh, I'm going to get this right. The, well, no, I've got that. I'm sorry. I'm already telling you wrong. I apologize. I'm going to be back at the Magic Castle Cabaret as a solo act this coming. It's the, it's the second and third weekend in October. So that's the 11th and 12th and then the 17th and 18th. Fridays and Saturdays at the Magic Castle Cabaret in Santa Barbara. Uh, you can look them up online, magiccastlecabaret.com, and see all the uh, all the things about how to go, how to get invited, uh, what time the shows are, and all those things. We'll be doing two shows a night, uh, all four nights. And I'd really love to see you there. I'm going to be presenting uh, The Liar Show, which is a, basically a story of my life uh, punctuated by magic tricks. Uh, I'm going to be performing um, at the Magic Castle in Hollywood on October the 24th through the 31st. That's eight days starting uh, on a Thursday and ending on a Thursday. I will be presenting all original magic, all stuff that I have not ever performed in public before, under a character for the uh, the Halloween theme at the Magic Castle. If you're in Hollywood and you're, you'd, uh, you'd like to see that show, Please come see that show. Going to be different. Promise you that. I'm uh, late close-up. performing uh, in the close-up gallery for the late shift. Very excited about that. Coming up uh, in December, I'm going to be back at the House of Cards in Nashville. All my friends on the East Coast. Uh, I'm going to be there from the 16th through the 22nd. Uh, whatever that Monday through. I should really should have this written down before I, I started doing the podcast. But it's going to be in that time period, uh, the Monday through Sunday, uh, right before Christmas. And uh, I look forward to seeing you there as well. What can I tell you, boys and girls? I am leading an extraordinary life. Really, really, really high highs and some really, really, really dank lows. And 
and uh, I'm riding it out. And I think I'm in love. And I think, I think there's a person that loves me back. And it's complicated. Like everything else in life. Boy, is it complicated. But um, feels right. Looks right. Not rushing into anything because I don't do that anymore. And I guess we'll see, right? Just like anything else in life, I guess we'll see. But she really, really seems to like me, you know? And not, uh, not the me that's the guy on stage, but the me that's the guy off stage and on stage and preparing to go on stage. There's a lot of, a lot of personalities under this dome. Anyway, uh, goodness, 30 minutes rambling on. Um, there's a, there's a newsletter that just went out, uh, every, uh, every first Wednesday of every month from now on, there will be a, a Hannibal newsletter, uh, doing announcements, what's coming up, where I'm going to be, things like that. If you'd like to receive the newsletter, please go to my website, um, www themagicartist.com and there is a little box there on the front page to sign up for the newsletter um, it'll be interesting it'll be me it'll give you a schedule of all these things that come out the podcast and the blog and the support for the Patreon page where they will get the podcast early and the blog stuff early and the stuff that comes spilling out of my mind that doesn't go anywhere else um, all the socials, all the fun stuff that happens there, as long as what's happening is also what's happening in my world and how I'm building, uh, this new life and how I finally feel really, really good about the life that I'm building, working on feeling good about me. I'll keep you posted. I hope you like what I'm putting out. I hope you like the magic that I'm putting forth with my hands. I hope my message is understood. I'm, uh, I'm working at it. I'm walking my path one step at a time. And I appreciate you being, I appreciate you being along. Uh, whatever happens this week, I'm sure it'll be interesting and I will pass it along to you. And wherever you are and whoever you are, I hope there's love. I really, truly hope there's love where you are.